At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And we are here from Circa, the studio in the sports book for the Greg Peterson Experience. It is myself, Greg Peterson, and we've got a tremendous show for you as we've got for the next three hours a whole lot of college football talk. We wound up seeing a nice day on the diamond as the Giants have just wrapped it up with the Dodgers being able to shut them out. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that. And hey, my namesake is hoops. We're about 30 or so days out from the start of the college basketball season. Officially 31 if you're out there on the East Coast. If you're on the West Coast, it's 32 days until we wind up having these final two hours of Friday elapse. So got to dive into some conference previews. We're going to be doing the American Tonight I think we're probably going to go with the Missouri Valley tomorrow. I'm going to be doing a preview of all 358 D1 teams for the Beeson College Basketball betting guide. So don't you worry. I've got you covered on a little bit of everything. So we'll be diving into those the next few weeks. And we're going to be getting that started up tonight. And then we're going to be taking a look at some props for the NFL board. That's going to be coming up as well. So we've got a little bit of everything on this show. And We've got one live betting opportunity as of right now because you've got Sanford and Arizona State going at it. And Arizona State wanted to get a score to be able to make it a 28-10 to 10 game. As they are late in the third quarter in this one. Arizona State winds up closing as about a 13 to a 13.5 point favorite. They opened up earlier in the week in some spots at 9, some spots more like a 10, but this got bet all the way up to 13.5. And, and right now, doesn't matter what you wind up taking. You're in good shape if you wind up taking Arizona State 
Total of anywhere between 52 and a half and 53 is going to be a little bit of sweat as we've got 38 points on the board right now. So it might wind up depending on what number you wind up getting as this one flows more flows more around 52 to 53 and a half. Even saw 54 and a half at the south point. They were a little bit high as this one opened up at 52. So you got a lot of things going on here. But as of right now, it's Arizona State in the lead by a count of 28 to 10. And if you're looking to jump in on this live, you're going to be laying right in the realm of about 17 to 17 and a half points, depending on your book with Arizona State with the total right now live right around 51, 51 and a half. So certainly going to be keeping our eyes there as we wound up having two finals when it came to college football in the FBS and one FCS final. If you wound up wagering on this one, you're a brave soul as Howard winds up shutting out Morgan State by a count of 27 to zero. They were a six and a half point favorite. I'm sure that there weren't a ton of people on that one, but hey, as I always say on this show, it doesn't matter whether you're betting like Wisconsin versus Michigan, if you're betting on Dodgers versus Giants, or if you're betting Morgan State versus Howard. There's money to be made on all these games, and that is all that matters, obviously. Your limit on Howard versus Morgan State is going to be a little bit different than if you're betting postseason baseball right now, but certainly all that matters is building a bankroll, and you want to take an hour tonight, you certainly were able to do that. You certainly... We're able to get there very easily if you want. Taking Cincinnati, we are on to Cincinnati, and they were on to just absolutely destroying Temple by a count of 52-3. to I know that there was fear of a little bit of a letdown spot here with Cincinnati after they wound up being able to get a nice win over Notre Dame last week, and there was absolutely none of that. Desmond Ritter, he winds up throwing for 259 yards and three touchdowns. Certainly a guy that could be there when it comes to the Heisman Trophy race. Right now, he's certainly not one of the two short shots out there in the SEC, but certainly has been putting up a very nice year thus far. And for Temple, well, they couldn't get a whole heck of a lot going in this one as average 2.8 yards per carry. And Cincinnati wound up getting a big game out of Jerome Ford, who wound up having a pair of touchdowns, 15 carries for 149. I'll call that pretty darn good there as Cincinnati was just all over Temple. And then the other game that wound up going final, you wound up having the 49ers of Charlotte go on the road open up right around four and a half point favorites. They close anywhere between three and three and a half, and they wind up being able to get it done against Florida International by a count of 45 to 33. One of the higher totals of the week, anywhere between 61 and 62, where this winds up closing and winds up going over all numbers as Charlotte as a road favorite was able to get the win. And that's something that we've been seeing quite a bit of when it comes to college football this year. These home underdogs have been able to cash quite well, but we haven't seen things regress a little bit over the last two weeks because when I was on the show about two weeks ago, we were taking a look at home underdogs in college football being right in the neighborhood of about 61% with regards to their hit rate. Now, if you're taking a look season to date when it comes to college football, home underdogs are still doing a very solid job of covering at 52, 40, and 4. So now it's more around 56.5%. Things have been settling in a little bit more, but something that I'm certainly keeping my eye on and Certainly, when it comes to unders in college football, they still have been rock solid, 52.8% as of right now, as we've got this Arizona State versus Stanford game currently pending. And when it comes to Major League Baseball, nothing is pending out there. All four games have went final, and home teams doing right now very well in the MLB postseason. If you're counting the divisional series and the wildcard games, home teams are 7-1. and one. The lone home team to lose, Tampa Bay Rays, as we know, the drop has never necessarily been the world's greatest home field advantage, and it was a very interesting game in this one as 14-6 to 
six. The Boston Red Sox wind up taking down the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays wind up getting up by a count of five to two after the first inning as Chris Sale just gets absolutely destroyed. He gives up five runs over the course of an inning. Jordan Luplo winds up hitting a grand slam off of him. And then from there, the Boston Red Sox outscored the Tampa Bay Rays by a count of 12 to one. Got really bad late in this one as Michael Waka came into the game. He winds up giving up six runs. They just, the Rays wanted to just try to get him through it, and he was unable to, so they had to use up JT Chargua as well. So that was a big, giant calamity there. So seeing some very interesting movement with that regard. And if you're taking a look at Game 3, there's going to be a travel game in Saturday. So on Sunday, it is going to be the Rays hitting the road against the Red Sox in a 1-1 to series there. And what we wound up seeing just go final. San Francisco Giants take down the L.A. Dodgers by a count of 4-0. to This is going to be setting up an interesting game, too, between Julio Arias along with Kevin Gosman. But Logan Webb, absolutely masterful in this one. Ten strikeouts, seven and two-thirds innings scoreless. Bullpen does their job. And the thing that you want to be taking a look at when it comes to the series is that the Giants and the Dodgers rank in the top three when it comes to runs per game in the majors. But at the same time, they've also got bullpen ERAs that rank one and two in the big leagues when it comes to ERA. So you've got sort of a battle of strength of strength. Both of these teams have been absolutely amazing all year long as the 213 combined wins between these two, the most in any postseason series in the history of Major League Baseball. So that tells you just how good these two teams have been. And when it comes to totals, coming into this one, it had been a complete and utter split. Because these teams wound up having a 19-game regular season series, you had nine overs, nine unders, and one push going into tonight. And the San Francisco Giants during the regular season had won the season series by kind of 10 to nine, courtesy of a couple of Kenley Jansen blown saves. And you also wound up having that amazing Mike Talkman robbed home run of Albert Pools in one of those games as well. So I mean, it's about as evenly split as humanly possible. So this is going to be a good one. It's also going to be really interesting to see what we wind up getting out of Braves versus Brewers because the, the Braves and Brewers game is the lone game that's going to be going on along with the Dodgers and the Giants tomorrow. So you've only got two games on the MLB betting board for Tuesday, but you wind up seeing in game one of this series, both Corbin Burns and Charlie Morton deliver really good performances, but it was a one mistake that Charlie Morton made that wound up costing the Atlanta Braves as it was the Brewers being able to get it done by a kind of two to one. And, this is one that really got seamed up for the Milwaukee Brewers. They wind up closing right around about minus 155-ish favorites. You might find a penny more. You might find a penny less, depending on where you wind up shopping. But the Brewers, as you are waking up, I would say more towards Thursday morning. They were about minus 135, minus 140-ish. They just got seamed up and up and up. And it wound up being correct. If you wound up taking the run line in this one, you just weren't able to get there because there was a complete lack of offense for the Brewers. Their lone runs of the game came on Rowdy Tellez, two-run home run in the seventh inning. Meanwhile, for the Atlanta Braves, they were able to get a Jack Peterson pinch hit home run, but certainly going to be fascinating to see what we wind up getting in game two because for Brandon Woodruff, he wound up having a north of four ERA in the month of September. And the Brewers, by the way, are four and ten in Brandon Woodruff's size 14 starts. Meanwhile, you've got an Atlanta Braves team that they've won all but Max Fried's last 11 starts dating back to the beginning of the month of August. So, we're going to be taking a look at those games in a little bit more detail as well. And then the other game that we wound up seeing in the major leagues when it came to Friday was 
the Houston Astros just absolutely dismount on the Chicago White Sox by a count of 9-4. The White Sox wind up getting up by a count of 4-2. to two. The bullpen just had a complete and utter calamity in the seventh inning, giving up a grand total of five runs in that one. From Valdez and company was able to get you to do the window as money for some reason wound up coming in on the White Sox. I wound up saying this before the postseason. Of all the four divisional series, I felt like the biggest upset would have been if the Chicago White Sox would have been able to take down the Houston Astros. You notice that this White Sox team wound up being 40 and 41 on the road during the regular season. They were sort of in cruise control because the American League Central just was not competitive at all. And thus far, it has been certainly a rocky ride for them as they're going to be looking to get online in Game 3 on Sunday. But Houston winds up being bet from about a minus 125-ish favorite to more of about a pick em price anywhere between minus 105 and minus 110 is what you wind up seeing close there. And the Houston Astros are able to get it done. So the favorites out there in the American League to be able to win their series, the Astros and the Rays thus far, a combined 3-1. and one. The favorite in the National League Series between the Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants right now down 0-1. to one. Meanwhile, the Brewers, they are off to a 1-0 to zero lead. So we're going to be diving into the postseason a little bit further on the other side. Then more towards the back half of the show. In the final hour, once we get an official Saturday when it comes to all the continental 48 states. So midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern. Certainly going to be doing a massive deep dive on college football. And, and then in hour two, we're going to be talking a little NFL. Also going to be diving into some college basketball previews. It is starting to be that time of year. So we've got a lot on tab right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, as it is the Greg Peterson experience coming at you from Circa. And we'll be back with a little bit more MLB coverage on the other side. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, There's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is presented by Zen Nicotine Patches. Zen is working to create a world where you can enjoy life on your own terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and hassle-free tobacco alternatives that can be enjoyed on the go anywhere and at any time. So that way you don't miss a minute of the game or a tailgate party that you might be attending. Available at 10 varieties, including Spearmint, Coffee, and Citrus. Zen can be found at convenience stores nationwide, so you can find your Zen wherever you are. Zen's pouches are clean and discreet with no lingering smell, plus it's easy to use indoors or out, making it the perfect complement to your everyday. Also, Zen comes in two strengths, so you have control over your nicotine satisfaction. Zen contains nicotine and is only for adult nicotine consumers of 21 years or older, so learn more and find your local retailer at Zyn.com. That is Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. As we are back here in lovely Las Vegas, it is the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN. And right here on VSIN, we're taking a look at everything when it comes to Major League Baseball. And what we notice in baseball a little bit more on Friday is that you did wind up seeing a couple more overs in the first four games of the postseason. So both wildcard games and both of the ALDS games, you wound up having one push on a total, you wound up having three unders, and then you wound up seeing a little bit of an explosion when he came to the American League games. And actually games, he wound up having a combined seven runs between the San Francisco Giants and the LA Dodgers, along with the Brewers and the Atlanta Braves. But what I do find to be very intriguing with the postseason right now, and I think that this is something that's very key for your handicapping, is just taking a look at home field advantage because when it comes to home field advantage, it is something that it didn't necessarily play much of a role during the regular season. If you take a look at the MLB just in general this year, home teams are 1,310 and 1,120. So home teams overall for the season have been winning at a rate of about 53.9%, but out of the eight games that we've seen so far this postseason, seven of them have went the way of the home team, and we've seen it in a wide variety of different ways, and obviously when you're playing a 162-game season, you are certainly playing for home field advantage, but I do think that it's interesting to take a look at, especially when you just take a look at what we wound up seeing in the back half of the MLB season in general. Over the last 30 days of the baseball season, you wound up seeing home teams go 177 and 164, so hitting at a rate of about 52 or so percent, so it wasn't necessarily making much of a difference, and what I think is also very important to take a look at when it comes to handicapping the postseason as well is that the first five tactics that I know that a lot of people wind up utilizing 
when it comes to the regular season. I feel like you need to throw it out a little bit more when it comes to postseason because the main thing that you do when you wind up betting on a first five is that you're always trying to mitigate the bullpens. You have no idea who's going to be coming out of it, and that is such a big concern. But we've seen it already in some of these postseason games that a lot of these starters, they don't wind up going five strong, and it could even be the winning side that doesn't get five strong. We saw that in the Rays versus the Boston Red Sox game as you wind up having Chris Sale give you a whopping one inning, and then Shane Bowles doesn't wind up getting out of the third. And that is really one of those things in which you do want to be taking first five on a team-by-team basis because there are some teams, like, for example, the L.A. Dodgers, they will ride out their trustworthy starters. Now, if you'd get someone like a Tony Gonsolin, who I certainly don't think is going to be getting a start in this postseason, you're going to have a little bit of a different scenario there. But when it comes to a team like the Tampa Bay Rays, who I wanted to mentioning a little bit earlier, you're probably not going to be seeing them winding up riding with a starter for as long. They're a team that they are very quick to go to the bullpen. They wind up logging the most bullpen innings of any team out there in the American League. So I think that it's very important to know when to bet on a first five, because obviously if you wind up doing that in Braves versus Brewers, you were just fine. The bullpens did not wind up coming into play until the seventh inning and later. Meanwhile, some of these other games, it is a situation in which it is going to be a little bit different. But at the very least, now when it comes to bullpens, you know what you're getting a little bit more. You're not going to be getting some September call-up that's like, I have never heard of this guy before in my life. You have to try to go back to like double-A numbers to try to see where he wound up pitching at. And then you have to be like, all right, he was pitching in like the PCL or what used to be the Pacific Coast League where it's a juice ball league in which you're playing in places like Albuquerque, Salt Lake City, and places like that where you've got a whole bunch of elevations. So... A 4-5 ERA out there is actually pretty darn good compared to what you could wind up getting, and you don't have to deal with any of that. So I do think that that's something that is very important to note when it comes to everything that we've got going on with regards to baseball right now. But what I did think was very fascinating with regards to the way that the betting lines wound up going with a lot of these games as well is that we're starting to finally see a little bit of respect for the San Francisco Giants. And we're going to be diving into, in the next segment, the specific matchup of Julio Arias against Kevin Gosman. That's going to be set for Saturday. But you wound up seeing it with regards to the opening line with the Dodgers being minus 140 and the and the San Francisco Giants being more around a plus 120. The betting attention wound up coming in on the San Francisco Giants. This was something that I thought was very fascinating because all year long we've been hearing from so many different people, whether it be just your friendly neighbor, whether it be someone in the media, what have you. The Giants are going to regress. The Giants are going to regress. And I think that it's just so important that you wind up taking a look at the numbers themselves. You don't necessarily take as much of a look at the name on the back of the jersey because when it comes to this industry, you're really betting on numbers. You're not necessarily betting on teams. You're not necessarily betting on players. There's always a buy point and there's always a sell point. When it comes to a team, unless we're looking at Chicago State basketball, Chicago State basketball, you could probably set the line at 100 and they would probably still find a way to lose by 105 because that's how they operate. But really past Chicago State basketball, there's always a point in which you're able to buy or sell on one of these teams. Even the Baltimore Orioles, you can find a money line price in which if you just keep betting it over and over, you're going to eventually come out profitable because even the worst teams in baseball, they're able to get to 50 wins. But when it comes to what we've all seen this baseball season, we've noticed a lot of people were doubting the San Francisco Giants. Now things have been, been 
a little bit more equal. Now things are starting to get to the point where people are starting to buy in on the San Francisco Giants, which I think is going to make the handicap of the rest of the series very fascinating because we know that regardless of what winds up happening tomorrow, there's going to be a Max Scherzer start that winds up coming in for the LA Dodgers. And one of the big trends that we're finding right now is that there are very there are a couple of very trustworthy guys in this series. You wind up seeing with Logan Webb tonight going into this game in the last 20 starts that he wound up making, the San Francisco Giants had been 18-2 and two of those with a win tonight. They are now 19-2 and two in his last 21 games. Here's how many times the Dodgers have lost when Max Scherzer has taken the mound for them. A big, fat zero. They are 12-0 and when Max Scherzer starts now. Obviously, his last one was probably the most hairy of all of them as he winds up going four and a third innings. The Dodgers go to the bullpen early. They wind up getting that walk-off winner, but... Certainly, it is something that you want to be taking a look at, some of these trends when it comes to pitchers, and something else that you want to be noting as well. I was talking about the success that we've seen with home teams so far this postseason. You've got a couple of guys that they have some very demonstrative home and road splits. I'm going to be taking a look at Game 3 that's going to be coming up on Sunday with Luis Garcia going for the Houston Astros. If the Chicago White Sox want to have any hope whatsoever being able to make the World Series, well... They're going to need to win three straight games, and this actually might be a relatively solid spot for them because you're going to notice with Luis Garcia, his ERA at home compared to on the road, vastly different. His road ERA is about double what it is at home. He's got a home ERA hovering right around three. It is north of five on the road, so that is something that I'm certainly going to be taking a look at these next few days, and when it comes to some of the matchups that we're going to be having on Saturday, you're going to be noticing that a few of these pitchers they do have some very distinct home and road splits, and I'm looking at a guy that has 20 wins out there in the MLB that has some of them as well. So that is something that is worth noting when it comes to MLB handicapping in general. And it's something that I've been talking about on this show. I've been talking about it on my baseball podcast, appropriately named the Baseball Winning Podcast with Greg Peterson. Yes, the creative team did get a raise for that. I don't know how they were able to come up with that name, but you just take a look at betting on futures when it comes to Major League Baseball in general and I think the best approach is to either wind up going game by game or series by series because if you wind up taking a shot on the futures board right now, you're just not getting a lot of value. And what I think a lot of people wind up forgetting is that if you wind up betting series by series and you just keep rolling it over, for one, it provides you with a little bit of protection because you just don't know who's going to wind up getting injured. We did see an injury a little bit earlier in the postseason with Garrett Richards, which Obviously, if you were betting on the Boston Red Sox because of Garrett Richards, I don't know what to tell you, but what happens if that winds up being, let's say, a Logan Webb, let's say a Walker Buehler, someone that is going to be of significant importance to their team. You now have that protection of, hey, I no longer like this matchup. You don't have to wind up being locked in on that World Series future. So I think that that's something that's very important. And then you're also able to shop the line as well. When you wind up taking a futures price, it's one and done. Meanwhile, when you wind up betting series by series, as we know, a lot of these books, they've got different liabilities, and you're able to then take a look. All right, we've got the LA Dodgers. I like them to win the World Series. Instead of laying like a minus 150 at your normal book, you're able to find maybe like a minus 135 to a minus 140. You're getting a little bit more bang for your buck as well. So those are some of the things that I'm taking a look at. And we do have a good slate of games that is going to be coming up for Saturday in Major League Baseball. So we're going to be running through those next right here on the base, right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Experience.
experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bets emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to vcin.com data and analysis. You get everything vcin has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe as it is a great Peterson experience. I am Greg and well, I was talking with my wonderful producer Wyatt. He and Nick back there are doing some absolutely tremendous work and I was surprised Bet Rivers actually does have odds to win every single conference of college basketball. It's a shame that they are not in Nevada because there are a couple that I really do like. We're going to be diving into the American in our number two, and I can tell you right now, it is a crying shame that right now we've got a lot of the teams I like over there at the top. Although I will say, if you're looking for something, I'm right now seeing Chattanooga plus 350 over there to be able to win the SoCon. Do not sleep on the box. So, I'm going to give you that right now, and if you guys are subscribers over there at vsin.com, you're also going to be getting the college basketball guide that I'm writing on. Going to be giving you guys a little bit of everything on all 358 schools, including our new newest D1 member. That'd be the St. Thomas Tommies. They were playing at the D3 level a few years ago. I'm actually someone that is a graduate of a D3 university at University of Wisconsin Oshkosh. The reason why St. Thomas got moved up to the Division One level they were too good and nobody wanted to play them and nobody wanted to be a part of their conference. So that is why they are now at the Division One level. So that is going to be a blast to be able to take a look at, just like it is a blast to take a look at the Major League Baseball card. But we do have one betting opportunity right now that is still live, and that is out there on the gridiron as you've got Arizona State currently in the lead over Stanford by kind of 28-10. to 10. This game has stalled a little bit as we're now midway through the fourth quarter, about seven and a half minutes remaining. Arizona State wound up opening up more around about a 9 to a 10 point favorite. They closed anywhere between a 13 to a 13 and a half point favorite. If you wound up taking this total over, you're going to need a little bit of late scoring here as the total wound up closing anywhere between 52 and a half and 53. South Point wound up having a straight 54 and a half. So if you wound up taking that under, you're looking very golden right now. As right now we're seeing it live, Arizona State being an 18 to an 18 and a half point favorite with your live total right in the neighborhood of about, I'm seeing at a lot of places, more like a 44 and a half. So we're going to be keeping our eyes on that. So got an Arizona State team that is looking to be able to ascend in a Pac-12, in which I think that many of us would agree. What in the world is a Pac-12 right now? Because you wind up having Oregon taking a bad loss last week against this very Stanford team. Stanford wound up pushing Clay Helton out of a job. You've got Oregon State, who's actually looked relatively solid recently. You've got a big, giant calamity when it comes to the Washington schools. Cal has not been good, to say the least. You've got some of these teams losing to FCS schools, and those are bye games. And when you lose bye games, CC John Rothstein, that is the epitome of brutality. So, got a Pac-12 right now that is not playing their way into the college football playoff. We'll just put it to you that way, but... These teams are in the playoff, as right now we do have the baseball playoffs going on, and as many of you guys know, for the New York Post, I write up one pick every single day that I do like on the baseball betting board, and the one that I wound up settling on for this one, because these lines are a little bit tighter right now, but we're going to be going with an underdog. I wound up mentioning it in the last segment that MLB home teams are right now 7-1 this postseason, but I like a road team. 
on Saturday, and that would be the Atlanta Braves as they go on the road to face off against the Milwaukee Brewers. You've got Mad Max Freed, who's going to be going for the Atlanta Braves, and Brandon Woodruff is going to be on the bump for the Milwaukee Brewers. Right now, you're finding this total in most places a 7.5. I'm seeing a couple straight 7s with juice on the over there, and if you're getting a 7.5, be prepared to pay anywhere between minus 120 and minus 125 juice on the under. Fortunately, I do like this one over, but I wound up taking the Atlanta Braves on the money line for the New York Post. The big reason why is because you just take a look at Max Freed, and he has been absolutely tremendous for the Atlanta Braves over the last, I would say, two months because with Max Freed in his last 11 starts, the Atlanta Braves are 10-1. to He's coming off a month of September in which he wound up having right around a 1-5-ish ERA, has really been firing all cylinders for this team, so... I do like what I'm seeing there. And then when you take a look at the flip side and what you've been able to get out of Brandon Woodruff, opponents wound up hitting a 262 off of him in the month of September. That was his worst batting average against opponents all year long. And he wound up having an ERA of four in the month of September. Only month this year in which he wound up having that. The Brewers are just four and ten in his last 14 starts. And here's what's more concerning for the Milwaukee Brewers. The fact that they wound up having to, for one, use up Josh Shader for 20-plus pitches in their win on Friday, but that is also going to tax the rest of a bullpen in which it has not been good recently. Over the last three days, going into the game on Friday, the Milwaukee Brewers bullpen, a 524. That ranks 25th out of the 30 MLB teams. Meanwhile, if you take a look at the Atlanta Braves, ever since the All-Star break, this has been a bullpen that has been relatively solid. They've got a 324 ERA ever since the All-Star break. That's fourth best in the big leagues now. I was a little bit surprised that they wound up leaving Richard Rodriguez off of their roster for the for the postseason series. So now you're going to be looking to someone like Jesse Chavez. They did wind up having to use up Tyler Madzik out of the bullpen. Will Smith, he is someone that does like to get jiggy with it. It is never necessarily a fun ride whenever you get Will Smith out there. He typically gets the job done, but typically he'll put a couple men on base and really make you sweat. But I do take a look at this Atlanta Braves lineup, and you do have a lot of firepower out there. Adam Duvall, Ozzie Albies, Freddie Freeman, you're able to throw in there, Austin Riley, all guys that wound up having at least 30 home runs so far this year. And the Milwaukee Brewers, they've got as many guys that hit 30-plus home runs on their roster as the gentleman on the desk. That would be zero. So, And it's not something that you want to be taking a look at there. Now, I will say for the Milwaukee Brewers, offense has been vastly different ever since they wound up picking up Willie Adamas. Prior to acquiring Willie Adamas on May 22nd, the Milwaukee Brewers were averaging 3.65 runs per game. That was in the bottom five of the big leagues. Ever since then, they've been averaging more around 4.95-ish runs per game, so they certainly had a nice uptick there, and whenever Willie Adamas has been in the starting lineup, the Milwaukee Brewers are winning about two-thirds of their games. Meanwhile, they're 500 whenever Willie Adamas is out of it, so that is something that certainly is of mine, but... I take a look at that Devin Williams injury, and I think that it could be one of the most costly things that we wind up seeing in this entire postseason. And it's a big thing that comes into play when it comes to the MLB playoffs. It's that you finally know who's coming out of these bullpens, which I think is a big reason why you're able to take a look at full games much more than first fives, just because the big thing with first fives is that you just don't know who's going to be coming out of the bullpen. With the Milwaukee Brewers, you knew that Adrian Hauser would be a little bit more of a long guy. You sort of knew... Okay, if this team is in a big situation, they're certainly going to be throwing out their Josh Hader. You know that Hunter Strickland, a guy that did not wind up getting used up on Friday, he's probably going to be a candidate to wind up coming out of the bullpen on Saturday. So you're able to take a lot more of the mystery out of it. Now, 
whenever a team goes to the bullpen, and there certainly is a little bit of mystery. It all depends on the matchups, when a guy winds up having to come in because you're not going to be using up Hunter Strickland if you wind up seeing Brandon Woodruff get destroyed in like the third or the fourth inning or anything like that, but you are able to at the same time take a little bit of the variance out of it, which I think is just so important this time of year. And we do know that home field advantage is a little bit bigger in the postseason rather than during the regular season, especially because I do feel like the regular season numbers were skewed a little bit. As we know, COVID restrictions wound up allowing for very few slash no fans at a lot of these ballparks towards the beginning of the year. Now you're going to be pretty much having full ballparks from here on out. The only reason why a ballpark would probably not be full is because a team just doesn't wind up selling out. And let's face it, there are a lot of fans that want to be seeing postseason baseball. So you're able to take that out of the equation a little bit more as well. But I do take a look at this spot. I do think that it is a good one for the Atlanta Braves. I also do think that this total is a little bit too low. We wound up seeing a little bit of a rebound when it came to overs on Friday. And I think that that's going to be continuing for Saturday because I do think that both of the games that we're going to be getting when it comes to the NLDS are going to be going over as the other game that you got. That would be the San Francisco Giants and the LA Dodgers. As we saw with the LA Dodgers, they wound up playing as many runs on Friday as a man on this desk. And if you're doing that, you're not going to be winning any games doing that. And as we're seeing it right now, you're finding a total of seven pretty much across the board. You might run into a stray seven and a half, but by and large, you've got a total of seven on this game. A lot of places have the juice right around a minus 120 to the over. You're going to be finding the under right around evenish. It's going to be Kevin Gosman against Julio Arias. Julio Arias very silently led the league in wins. And he led the league in wins going away. He wound up having 20 of them. And what you're going to be noting, and I'm going to be talking about this much more on the other side, is how much better he's been on the road than he has been at home. And Kevin Gosman is someone that has been struggling a little bit. But when it comes to what you've been able to get out of the bullpens of both of these teams, the San Francisco Giants and the LA Dodgers, number one and number two when it comes to bullpen ERA, the San Francisco Giants have been able to do a very good job of being able to mix and match all year long as well with their plethora of guys that have 20-plus home runs. The San the LA Dodgers certainly have that as well, but also I feel like a lot of people are forgetting about with the LA Dodgers that they do not wind up having Max Muncy in the lineup for this series. You do have Brandon Belt injured on the other side for the San Francisco Giants, but the Giants have a little bit of experience with that. And I've got a little bit of experience watching Julio Arias and Kevin Gosman on the mound. So on the other side, we're going to be giving you guys a nice preview for Dodgers versus Giants on Saturday. And that's coming up on the other side right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session.
Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check out the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you the insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every single game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match up with the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every single game at VSIN.com as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And... I can tell you right now, I'm getting very intrigued by these Bet Rivers odds to be able to win every single conference of college basketball. I've spotted another one that I like for you guys. If you're right now looking, I have no idea why they've listed Ohio as minus 110 to be able to win the conference. Everyone knows that Buffalo is the best team in this conference. They return darn near everyone. Their free throw shooting was a little bit laggy, but they bring back Ronaldo Sagu, guy that's able to shoot 85% at the free throw line. You've got back just about everyone from a team that when it comes to possessions per game, one of the top teams in all of college basketball. And Jason Preston, he's not going to be playing college basketball for Ohio this year. So that's something that I'm taking a look at. Something else I'm taking a look at is the San Francisco Giants and the LA Dodgers game two that is going to be going down on Saturday in the NLDS. But got to get you guys caught up on what we're seeing out there in Stanford versus Arizona State. We've got about 90 seconds left in this one. So if you want to take the over here, well, this one looks about toast as Right now, it is Arizona State in the lead by a count of 28 to 10. They've got the ball, and they're just pretty much trying to run out the clock right now. It looks like Stanford has a couple timeouts left, so one more first down, and this game is going to be pretty much all but done. The Arizona State Sun Devils wound up closing as about 13.5-point favorites across the board. Drawing's game anywhere between 52.5 and 53. Wound up seeing a straight 54.5 out there at the South Point, but certainly a spot in which... It looks like Arizona State is going to be able to get the job done. Sanford trying to use up any timeouts that they 
possibly have to try to get the ball back and try to make some Hail Mary magic happen. And if you're looking to bet this live, well, it is pretty much off the board everywhere because, well, you got a case of which Stanford is right now not in great shape. And I believe that right now the disparity in rushing yards for Arizona State versus Stanford is something like 255 to 9. I mean, it has been one of the most insane things that we have seen this college football season as just insane trying to take a look at the Pac-12 in general as you thought that Oregon was probably the best team out there in this conference and I still do think that Oregon is the best team in this conference but they are not going to be having a representative in the college football playoff and that could open up things for say Cincinnati if they wind up going undefeated as Cincinnati well they were able to stay undefeated because they just absolutely clocked Temple tonight by a count of 52 to 3. This is a game in which the closing total was between 52 and a half and 53 so you needed one point from Temple to be able to go over, and hey, Temple was able to provide that field goal as if you're taking a look at odds to be able to win the national championship with Cincinnati. They're a team that they're relatively down there. They wound up, I believe, opening up during the season at like 200 to 1. They might still be somewhere in that neighborhood, but I, I was a little bit surprised by that. You've got a Cincinnati bunch I do think has some upside. Desmond Ritter winds up throwing for three touchdowns in this game. They looked incredibly impressive against Notre Dame last week as well. So Cincinnati able to get the job done against the Temple Owls. And we have never seen a team from the group of five because we've seen Notre Dame make the college football playoff, but as we know, they're an independent. So we've never seen a team from the group of five be able to make the college football playoff. I think that there's a good chance that we could see that wind up happening this year. And what is going to be happening this year is we're going to be seeing a team that that won 106 games in Major League Baseball wind up being knocked out before the championship series because you've right now got the two top teams in baseball record-wise in the LA Dodgers and the San Francisco Giants doing battle. Logan Webb was able to have the Dodgers all tied up as it was a 4-0 win for the San Francisco Giants in Game 1. Total winds up going under and all the money that wound up coming in on the San Francisco Giants because they wound up opening as right around plus 120 underdogs. They closed more around about a plus 101 to a plus 105-ish. They were able to get it done. Now the question is, are they going to be able to get it done in Game 2? And we have seen a little bit of betting attention on the San Francisco Giants early. Got to figure that there's going to be quite a few people that they wind up firing in on the LA Dodgers just thinking, oh, there's no way that the Dodgers lose two times in a row. They're due for one. And if there's one thing that you never want to take when it comes to betting, it's taking the do-for-one method because... Well, you're due to not necessarily be winning a lot of money with that method, in my opinion. That's just me. But take a look at this game. Julio Rios going to be going for the Dodgers. Kevin Gosman is going to be on the bump for the San Francisco Giants. Seeing mostly sevens on the board when it comes to the total. And the Giants finding themselves anywhere between even money. I'm seeing a couple like minus 101, minus 102, something in that neighborhood. But I think that there's value on the San Francisco Giants. I want to personally setting them as a little bit of a favorite. I want to setting this total closer to right around an eight. So I'm going to be taking a look at the over. You do have the top two offenses in the National League who are going to be going at it in this one with the Dodgers. You do have all these mashers, Justin and Trey Turner. You've got Mookie Betts. I mean, we're able to go up and down the list with them. And the San Francisco Giants, they wound up having 10 different guys give you a double-digit amount of homers throughout the season. They are still without Brandon Belt, but... I mean, Brandon Crawford has been absolutely amazing for the team, both on offense and with his bat. And what I like about the San Francisco Giants as well is that you just have a team that they do a good job 
of being able to platoon. It's not necessarily something that's sexy. It's not necessarily something that is going to scream out you at you on like a spreadsheet, on the box score, or anything like that. But Gabe Kapler just knows how to maneuver this lineup. He knows how to put his guys in correct spots. And that has allowed them to be just so high up when it comes to home runs per game. They rank in the top five with that regard, despite the fact that they play in San Francisco, which, as we know, a very pitcher-friendly ballpark, especially when it gets to this time of year. But what else I think is key for the San Francisco Giants is just having that experienced catcher. Something that we really don't talk about a lot is the fact that Will Smith isn't necessarily the world's greatest offensive catcher for the LA Dodgers. Meanwhile, Buster Posey, he's just a guy that has been there, done that. He does the very little things that you're probably not even going to pick up if you wind up seeing a game broadcast. Things like just being able to save a ball that it wound up barely touching the dirt, but it wasn't necessarily visible to the home plate umpire, being able to keep that in play, giving his pitcher a little bit of a chance to utilize that for a few pitches. He just does those little things that they don't necessarily stand out to you, but they wind up making a world of difference. And you can tell that the camaraderie that the San Francisco Giants has, a bunch of guys that they wound up not necessarily being stars in their other locations, like a Kevin Gosman, like even, for lack of a better term, some of these outfielders that you're seeing because you've got guys like Tommy LaSalle and company who have all been relatively solid players, but they haven't necessarily been able to find that landing spot. They've been able to find that with the San Francisco Giants and with the San Francisco Giants as well. Much like we always talk about with the New England Patriots, they're sort of a do-your-role sort of team, and they've all done so very well. And what I think is going to be very fascinating as well is how both of these bullpens wind up responding because they were the top two bullpens in terms of ERA in the big leagues, and neither team really had to go to it too much in Game 1 because with Logan Webb, he winds up going 72 thirds innings for the San Francisco Giants. And for the 29th time in 33 games this year, and I think that this really goes understated, Walker Buehler was able to go six-plus innings, so he was able to preserve the bullpen there, but when it comes to the San Francisco Giants, you've got guys like a Dominic Leone, a Zach Liddell, you're able to throw in there a few other guys like Camilio Duval, who are all younger leavers. Meanwhile, with the LA Dodgers, they've been looking at guys like Phil Bickford and Alex Vizian. Both of those guys have been very good for them, but you wonder if the stage is going to be a little bit too big for them. I still think that they're going to come through and they're going to pitch very solidly, but I do take a look at Julio Arias, and I do think that he's going to be able to give a relatively good start for the Dodgers before the bullpen is just not able to get the job done. When it comes to Julio Arias, 20-3 and record, but what I think is very striking is his home and road splits. On the road so far this year, Julio Arias has been able to acquire 13 of those wins. He's got right around a about a 2-7-ish ERA, give or take a little bit. Meanwhile, it's more like a 3-2-9 whenever he's been at home. He's giving up fewer walks and home runs per nine innings when he's been on the road as well. So he's actually been able to do a little bit better away from L.A. And what I think is very intriguing with Kevin Gosman is that he actually has a ERA that is a full point higher at home than he does on the road, which doesn't make a lot of sense because he is in a very pitcher-friendly ballpark in San Francisco. And despite this, his home runs per nine rate is significantly lower when he is at home as well. And his opponent's batting average is a little bit lower as well. That indicates to me that he's probably been getting a little bit unlucky in his starts in San Francisco as the Giants have lost all three of his most recent home starts. That dates back to the beginning of the month of September. So that is something that actually does stand out to me a little bit. But I do think that there's going to be a little bit of a bounce back here for Kevin Gosman, he's got some big game experience. And as we know, Uli Arias, he was able to work some very big magic when it came to the World Series last year. So I think that you're going to see a relatively well-pitched matchup. But 
I just think that Gabe Kapler has been able to do such a good job of being able to maneuver his lineup, find a, a way to be able to get these guys in good spots. And I think that you're going to see the San Francisco Giants go up 2-0 going into Los Angeles, taking the over, and I'm going to be taking the San Francisco Giants in that one. And what I'm going to be taking a look at in the next hour, a little bit more NFL and college basketball previews on this program are going to be starting as well. That's on the next hour of the Greg Peterson Experience here on VSEN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.